Good morning, brothers. Good morning. Um, <clears throat> hopefully y'all can hear me pretty good. Uh, it's been a while, man. Yeah, it's definitely been a while. Um, you know, your, your boy's been busy on the grind. Um, you know, just doing what I have to do, man. So I'm just going to get right into it. Um, this this episode is going to be about NFL contenders and pretenders, in my opinion. You know what I mean? Um, I'll start with the uh, with the NFC first. Uh, so uh, I'm going to start with the... More than likely, I'll just go off of... Uh, go off, like, memory, but, I, but I'm going to pull up, like, the... Uh, you know what I'm saying, like the standings and whatnot, and, you know, go through each team and tell you all what I think about them. Um, yeah, man, so, so I'm going to start with the uh, with the only undefeated team in the uh, in the league, and that's the Philadelphia Eagles, led by Mr. Jalen Hurts. Um, man, that Eagles team, that squad, like, I love the way that Eagles team is built. You know what I'm saying? And, like, I've, you know, for, for those who had, um, football conversations with, you know, I've always said that, you know, you, you have to give your young quarterback an offensive line because you have to protect him. I don't care how talented he is. If he doesn't have time to get the ball off, i.e. Joe Burrow, you know what I'm saying, it's not going to get anywhere. And yeah, they got to a Super Bowl, but they obviously didn't win it. You know what I'm saying? Um, so yeah, man, and you give him receivers. They have Devontae Smith. They have another receiver who I'm high on, which is AJ Brown, and they got him from the uh, from the Tennessee Titans. You know, so and then I'm gonna start with the Eagles. Um, they have an easy schedule. I'm not gonna say they'll be undefeated because I can see them going on a. You know, I I can I can realistically see the Eagles continuing their win streak. Um, yeah, I can definitely see the Eagles continuing their win streak and, you know, probably lose like two or three games and, you know, have a first round bye come playoff time. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at their stats right now. Pretty good team. I like the way, you know, collectively I like that team on offense and defense, you know. So, yeah, I'm going to say the Eagles are contenders, definitely. Now we're on to the boys. <laughs> oh man. So we're on to the Cowboys, man. Um Yeah, man. So the Cowboys are currently sitting at sixty-two. Um, Mr. Uh, Dak Prescott is currently back in the starting lineup from his injury. You know what I'm saying? I love their defense. I love the Cowboys defense. And then I know we are in the past happy era of the uh NFL, but I do believe in that mantra of being or that mantra that my uncle used to say it all the time. He still says it, that defense wins championships. It's very true, and and and, and I do believe that. You know what I'm saying? Um, I do believe that if the Cowboys can, I do believe it, like if the Cowboys don't try to turn Dak into a quarterback, he's not. And I know he's a, you know, they, they gave him all that money and they want to show why they gave him that money. But at the same time, yeah, I don't have anything. To, well, I'm not going to say Dak doesn't have anything to prove, but Dak shouldn't try to be a quarterback that he's not. Um, 
And what I mean by that is you don't need to be one of these quarterbacks like a Josh Allen throwing the ball 45, 50 times a game, you know what I'm saying, or how many times he throws a game, or throwing the ball that many times a game. Because history in the show, because history has shown, like if you like if he or or history has shown, like if Dak Prescott is throwing the ball that many times, then you know, no, you know, like the Cowboys are not successful. Um, they should go back to being a team how they were Dak Dak and uh, Ezekiel Elliott's rookie year, being run first and led by their defense. Because there's nothing wrong with having like an old school approach to the game in a modern era, there's nothing wrong with that. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I'm going to say that the Cowboys are contenders as well. Um, like I said, I don't have anything personally against the Cowboys. So I wouldn't mind seeing them do good. Um, and before I go on to, to the Giants, um, the NFC East is what the AFC West was supposed to be coming into the season because a lot of people like myself were very high on the acquisition of 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 shit, or um, like a lot of people were excited to see how you know Mahomes and he's done well without Tyreek so far, and you know we were excited about the acquisitions that the uh, Raiders, Chargers, and Broncos made. You know, with the uh, Broncos adding Sierra's husband, um, <laughs> and with the uh, Las Vegas Raiders adding uh, Chandler Jones to the defense and yeah, Devontae Adams on offense. Um, paired with Derek Carr and Hunter Renfro and Darren Waller and those guys, or in my Stephen A. voice, in those boys, and the crew. <laughs> and, uh, you know, who would I say? The Chargers getting Khalil Mack, getting what I already had, George Bosa, Derwin James coming back healthy. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man, like a lot of people are high on their division, but the NFC East is looking like what that division was supposed to be. Because, like I said, I'm, I'm like I'm looking at the records right now. Seven and old Eagles, six and two Cowboys and Giants at four and four Washington Commanders. So, yeah, man, um, keep keep it up, NFC East, keep it up. On to the Giants. Um, I'm gonna say that the Giants are pretenders. The reason I'm saying that, yeah, they are six and two, but I don't trust. I do believe come playoff time, like, yeah, they have Saquon Barkley, and, I, and you know, I, I like Saquon and his game and his approach to the game, but I just think that I'm not sold on their quarterback. And it's a lot of teams, honestly, I'm not sold on their quarterback. And the Giants is just one of those teams that, despite their record, I don't think that they're a world beater. You know what I'm saying? And so, yeah, I'm going to say the, the Giants are pretenders as well as the Commanders. I don't even think the Commanders will make the playoffs, to be real with you. Um, and they'll play tough. They have a you know respectable defense, but all in all, I don't see the Commanders doing too much of anything. Um, let me see. NFC West. Who would have thought? Now, and now, at the halfway point, if somebody would have told us that the Seahawks would be number one in their division after after trading Russell Wilson, we would be laughing like a mofo at them. But credit to the Seahawks, man. Credit to the Seahawks. Credit to Pete Carroll. Credit to Geno Smith and those guys. You know, they're doing a good job over there. I'm going to say they're contenders just for the simple fact that I feel like the Seahawks are one of these teams that people overlook. And, yeah, they're, they're not the 
Legion of Boom, Marshawn Lynch, Seahawks, but you know, they are you know, like they are a pretty good team. They have, you know, like I said, Geno Smith at quarterback, they have DK Metcalf, he's a receiver I'm high on as well, and they also have Tyler Lockett, so they can get it done. You know what I mean? So I'm gonna say they're contenders. Um going on to the forty ers I'm gonna say that they're contenders as well. Even though well, let me say the Seahawks record. For those who are wondering, the Seahawks record is five and three. The 49ers record of four and four. Um, yeah, man, and they recently got my guy from Carolina, Christian McCaffrey, aka C Mac, aka Run CMC. Um, you know, I do think well, like a healthy C Mac, um, like a healthy C Mac in that offense with Debo Samuel and. And George Kittle and those guys, um, I do think. And then also with their defense too, I've, I've like I've always liked San Francisco's defense, especially the the uh, the year that they went to the Super Bowl a few years ago. Um, I've always thought that they had a good defense. Once again, a team I'm not sold on the quarterback. I like Trey Lance. Um, it's unfortunate that he got hurt, but like I said, Jimmy Garoppolo. Despite Jimmy Garoppolo, especially with how to how wide open that the uh, NFC is this year. You know what I'm saying? I can see the 49ers, um, and that's my mom's brother, my uncle, and that's his team. You know, so he'll be happy hearing me saying this. So, And I'm not just saying it because it's my uncle's team. You know, I just call it like I see it. Um, so, yeah, man, uh, salute to the 49ers, man. They're contenders in my book. Um, I think there'll be a tough outing for anybody in the, in the NFC. Um, like I said, the 49ers are a team you, you don't want to see in the first round. Like, you don't want to play the 49ers unless you have to, especially if they're healthy. You know what I'm saying? With uh, Kyle Shanahan and Mike Sore, like with the Shanahans, and like I said, the weapons they have on offense and their defense. Yeah, that's not a team you want to see, man. That's not a team you want to see at all. So I'm going to say they're pretenders. I'm, or, I'm sorry. I'm going to say that they're contenders. I was looking at this next team. The Super Bowl champion Los Angeles Rams. Their record is currently 3-4. and four. Um, They've been off to a rocky start. Cooper Cup is injured. We'll see how long he's out for. Um, yeah, we'll see how long he's out for. Yeah, they're the Super Bowl champs, but they definitely don't look like world beaters. You know what I'm saying? Is is the Super Bowl hangover real? Question mark. So far, the answer to that question will be yes. Um. So yeah. Uh, like I said, I've never been sold on Matt Stafford. Yeah, he did what he had to do last year, but he's too. Matt Stafford's problem is he's too Cooper Cup centered. And, and it's not like he doesn't have the weapons to spread the ball around. He does. And I get it. It's Cooper Cup. He had a triple crown last year and Super Bowl MVP. I get it. It's Cooper Cup. But, you know, what happens if a team takes Cooper Cup out of the game or if or if it's a situation like when the Rams went to the Super Bowl a few years ago and they lost to the Patriots and Cooper Cup is injured, then how are you going to run your offense then? You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I'm going to say, although I do like their defense, um, I do think the, yeah, they got Bobby Wagner, but I do think them not getting Von Miller and them also not having Odell Beckham 
is starting to show how important those two acquisitions were for that for that Super Bowl team last year. So yeah, I'm gonna say that the Rams are contenders. I'm sorry, I'm gonna say that they're that they're pretenders. Same thing for the Cardinals. Uh, the Cardinals record is currently three and five. Um, I like Kyler Murray, but you know he hasn't taken that step. I mean, last year they started off how the Eagles were starting off now. Um, you know, and once they lost that Green that that game to Green Bay when they were undefeated, when the Cardinals were undefeated last year, um, that's when everything went downhill for them from there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they have DeAndre Hopkins and. In a lot of people's mind, when he's healthy, he's arguably the best receiver in the league. And, I mean, his, his resume does speak for itself, especially when he was in Houston because he was putting up numbers despite having trash quarterbacks outside of Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson, even still to this day, has been the best quarterback that he's played with. But he's had some below-average quarterbacks. And I'm being nice by saying below-average. He still put up a 1,000-plus yards, so... That just goes to his impact, but despite all that, I mean, I, I, I mean, the Cardinals are just pretenders in my book. You know, I, I have to see it to believe it from them. And that's the NFC West division. Now we're off to the NFC North division. <laughs> my brother Trent, salute to him. Um, he's going to be pretty happy about this one. The Vikings are 6-1. and one. Um, They're led by... Kirk Cousins, a.k.a. Kim Folk Kirk, a.k.a. my first cousin, a.k.a. he invited to the cookout um, there. And um, I like their team. Uh, they have Justin Jefferson. They have Adam Thielen. They have Dalvin Cook. They have a new head coach. Uh, they, they got rid of Mike Zimmer, which was a great thing for them. You know what I'm saying? Um, I know a lot of people don't give the Vikings their just due, but I look at it like if Green Bay was 6-1 and one and the Vikings were 3-5, like, uh, Green Bay is currently now. You know what I'm saying? That they, I mean, everybody. I mean, well, now we know how the media loves Aaron Rodgers. They can play like they don't love Aaron Rodgers, but they do. They love us, Aaron Rodgers. Um. So yeah, man. Uh, so yeah, man. I think like similar to what I said about the 49ers, the Vikings, despite their record, they are a sleeper team. Surprise. Well, like I gotta say, surprising. They're they're a small market. Kirk Cousins is uh he's one of these quarterbacks, he's consistent, but he's not a media darling like that. And I'm more drawn to group of quarterbacks like that. You know what I'm saying? Because I think last year he had like twenty nine touchdowns to four to seven interceptions or something like that. And I know my brother Trent can correct me on that. But I mean he puts up numbers and you know, he's been to the playoffs, so so I do think uh you know, Kirk is, isn't as uh, bad as a lot of people try to make him out to be. Truthfully speaking, they they don't you know they they don't talk about Kirk and the Vikings like that due to the market they're in. Yeah, they talk about Justin Jefferson, but you know they rarely, hardly ever talk about Kirk unless he has a bad game. And it's the NFL; every quarterback has had a bad game or is going to have a bad game. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so yeah, I'm so yeah, I'm I'm gonna say that the Vikings are uh, contenders as well. Um, the great Shannon Sharp has them going to the NFC Championship game, so that's interesting. Um, like I said, they're six and one. Um, you know, I hope they they you know keep doing what they're doing. And uh, side note, for those that know me, know I can't stand the Saints, fuck the Saints, but I'm gonna be objective. 
But I'm saying that because the Vikings have beaten the Saints quite a few times when I needed them to do it. So, Vikings, excuse me. So, Vikings fans salute. Um, so, yeah, man, the Vikings are contenders. Green Bay. Ooh, their record is currently 3-5. and five. Aaron Rodgers doesn't look like the same Aaron Rodgers. One of the main reasons is it's because he doesn't have a true number one receiver. Like I said earlier in this episode, uh, the great Devontae Adams went to uh, Las Vegas. Yeah, he, yeah he's going to uh, Las Vegas now. So, uh, yeah, and that's showing. Like, they like they really need each other, uh, Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. Cause Devontae, but, uh, but I'm going to talk about Devontae once I get over to the, uh, talking about the Raiders. So, yeah, Green Bay are pretenders. The Bears, I like Justin Fields. They traded for Chase Claypool from the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers yesterday, so he has a, a number one receiver now, um, or he has a good young receiver. They just have to get him an offensive line, and until they get him an offensive line, Justin Fields I'm referring to, I'm going to say that the Bears are contend- or pretenders, you know what I'm saying, and it's not you know anything against Justin Fields, but he doesn't have a line, and until they an office invest in an offensive line for Justin Fields, then you know what I'm saying. Yeah, and also in the, in the current NFL, Justin Fields. Well, I mean, like I said, although I do like him as a quarterback, he does have a lot of 175 under 200 yards passing, and you're not gonna get that done. You know what I'm saying? Not in today's NFL. I don't care how good your quarter or how good the team around him is. If you can't throw for over 200 yards, then you're not going anywhere like that. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, the Bears are pretenders. The Detroit Lions, they're 1-6. I mean, do I have to really talk about Detroit? <laughs> like, Detroit is going to play tough. That's that's one thing I'll give them, I'll give them credit for. Um, like, they're going to play tough. Um, but, yeah, they're 1-6. Jared Goff's their quarterback. So, blah. Yeah, nah. They're uh, pretenders. Now we're on to the... Oh, and, and and if I didn't say the records are already the NFC North, Vikings are six and one, Packers are three and five, Bears are three and five, and the Detroit Lions are one and six. And now we're on to the NFC South, which used to be my division when Carolina was when when Cam Newton was with Carolina. Now, if we would have said the Falcons would have been number one at the halfway point, we would have also laughed at you. Well, I would have. The Falcons are four and four. Are the Falcons contenders or pretenders? In my book, they're pretenders. Um, <clears throat> yeah, they're number one right now, but I don't see that lasting long. You know what I'm saying? And they just traded Calvin Ridley to the Jaguars, which was their best receiver. But he's suspended for the year for gambling, um, for betting and shit like that on games or some, or some shit like that. Um, so, yeah, man, uh, so, yeah, man, the Falcons, I don't have too much to say about them. Uh, they're pretenders. The Buccaneers are 3-5, and five, and, you know, Tom Brady has struggled. Um, that's something that Skip Bayless and Tom Brady fanboys don't want to admit. Just because we're saying he's struggling now, that doesn't take away from him being the greatest quarterback <clears throat> Excuse me, of all time. That doesn't take away from Tom Brady, you know what I'm saying? His accomplishments, seven rings, six or six uh, game-winning drives in the Super Bowl and all that shit. 
you know what I'm saying? But he's struggling right now. But, I mean, I'm not going to count him out just yet. I mean, their division is one of the weaker ones in in, in that conference. Um, so, yeah, they still have a chance to win that division. Although the Falcons did get robbed that game. I mean, I don't like the Falcons. Like I said, I'm going to be objective. Um, yeah, when they called that rough in the past and won uh, Mr. Garrett, I or Jerry, whatever his name was, that defended for the Falcons. I, I forget his name, but, yeah, that, that wasn't a pass. That it, or, I'm sorry, that wasn't a rough in the past. It really, they did that to cover up for them dropping the ball on Tua and by them, I mean the NFL or the Dolphins. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say as long as the Buccaneers have Tom Brady, I think they're going to click at the right time. They're going to go on the road. Like I said, I mean, I'm not going to count Tom Brady out just yet. Um... You know, it is, what, eight more, nine more games left. So, uh, I mean, a lot of things can happen between now and then. And like I said, it's not like anybody's running away with their division. Because the Falcons are 500. Right, they're 500 and they're number one. So, anything can happen. And now it's time for the team I despise the most in the NFL. The New Orleans Saints. Fuck the Saints. Damn. Okay, be objective, Josh. Be objective. Okay, the Saints are three and five. Um, you know the Saints do have good skill position players, and they do have also a good defense. Um, but I'm just not sold on them consistently from the offensive standpoint. Like I said, their their defense is to be respected. Um, they do have Marshawn Lattimore. Uh, they 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 do have the Honey Badger, Tyran Matthew. They do have Cam Jordan, and those players that I like. I think they have, somebody could correct me if I'm wrong, but don't the Saints also have Janoris Jenkins as well from the Giants? Well, he played for the Giants, but if they do, um, so yeah, man, so yeah, like the Saints are, def- or Saints defense, I hate to say it, but you know, I'm being objective. Saints defense are to be reckoned with, uh, but it, it's just their consistency on offense I'm not sold on. So I'm going to say that pretenders. And now it's time for my old team, the Carolina Panthers. They're currently sitting at 2-6. and six. I mean, they just got rid of Christian McCaffrey. Um, I mean, yeah, they'll play tough. They have a good defense as well, but I don't see Carolina doing too much of anything, especially with uh, Baker Mayfield as the quarterback. Baker Mayfield couldn't do nothing with the loaded Cleveland a Cleveland team, so who expects them to do something in Carolina? You know, so the Carolina Panthers are a uh, so the Carolina Panthers are pretenders. Now we're on to the AFC. We got the Buffalo Bills. Yes, sir. Starting with the AFC East first. Um, yeah, so starting with the Buffalo Bills, their record is currently six and one. They're led by Mr. Josh Allen, and they have one of my favorite receivers, Stephon Diggs. They have that that Davis guy. He's also pretty good. Um, their running game is good. Their line is good. Their defense is good, especially with the, uh, especially their secondary and with the acquisition of Von Miller, um, especially since he's been healthy. Um, uh, for those that follow me on Instagram. I've said that the uh, if the Bills make it out of the AFC, they have they they can win the I can see them winning the Super Bowl, you know, because 
Josh Allen. I mean, yeah, he has a lot of hype around him, but it's warranted. You know, I mean, he is one of the better quarterbacks in the league. He's a top five quarterback in the league. Um, like I said, I'm high on him, and you know, the Bills did him a great service by getting him uh, Stephon Diggs, and he's arguably the best receiver in the league. Like I said, it like we're in a very we're in a very wide receiver heavy era of the NFL, so it, like you really can't say. Like, when we pose the question, who's the best receiver, you can pose, like, you could say DeAndre Hopkins, you could say Cooper Cup, you could say Devontae Adams, Stephon Diggs, Keenan Allen, guys like that, Justin Jefferson, Tyreek Hill, you know what I mean? So, I mean, there really is no wrong answer. It's just about what you prefer at the wide receiver position. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, they're definitely contenders. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? And they were Trent. Um, my brother Trent knows this, but a lot of y'all don't know. I actually picked the Buffalo Bills to make the Super Bowl last year. Um, they came close, but yeah, they were my Super Bowl pick for my AFC pick last year. Um, so yeah, man, I'm gonna say the Bills are contenders. The New York Jets, their record is five and three, surprisingly. <clears throat> um, they do have a good defense. Um, I mean, I'm gonna say they're contenders. Just for the simple fact of their defense and, uh, you know, like the Jets do play tough, you know, and I feel like I, then also with uh, Joe Flacco and, and we know his history come playoff time, he can get hot at the right time. And I think the Jets are one of those sleeper teams in the AFC, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, the Jets are contenders, the Miami Dolphins, um, their, their record is currently five and three. They're led by Mr. Tua Tagovailoa. Um, they did him a great service in getting him Tyreek Hill. They drafted Jalen Waddle. You know what I'm saying? Um, they have a good defense as well. Um, so yeah, man, I'm gonna say yeah. Even though Miami did drop the ball with how they mishandled the uh, Tua's concussion situation and whatnot, um, still gonna. I mean, I'm still going to say I trust Tua, um, you know, because I've seen him have games this year. I'm like, damn, man, like, yeah, Tua's taking the next step. You know, usually in a quarterback's third or fourth year, we see him take that next step. Like, first five years, like, we see quarterbacks take that that leap like Jalen Hurts did, um, you know, and guys like that. So, yeah, I'm going to say the Dolphins are contenders, definitely, especially if Tua can stay healthy. And I saw uh, ESPN yesterday. They were talking about can Tyreek Hill be the first receiver to have 2,000 yards? Because I think Tyreek right now is at 961, and that's with two missing some games. So that just goes to show how how great of a receiver Tyreek Hill is. Um. So yeah, man. With that being said, uh, yeah, the Dolphins are contenders in my opinion. So the first three teams. Bills, Jets, and Dolphins are all three contenders in my book. Now we're on to the New England Patriots. Um, their record is currently 4-4. Four four. Um, they're right at 500. I mean, this isn't the Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, dy- dynastic Patriots that, that we're accustomed to seeing. Um, yeah, this isn't them. Uh, so, 
like I said, I mean, for every dynasty, Ella, I mean, every dynasty team goes through their rebuilding phase, and they're currently rebuilding, but they are, you know, well coached by uh, Mr. Bill Belichick. So, I mean, I'm not going to count them out. I'm not going to say mm, I'm, I'm, I'm 50-50 on the Patriots because they're a team you can't necessarily count out because they are well coached, but they're not, like, talented overall as a, from a rough from a, um, from a roster perspective, like how the other teams in their division are. You know what I'm saying? So I'm 50-50 on the Patriots. Now we're on to the AFC West. First things first, Kansas City Chiefs. Um, their record is currently 5-2. and two. They're led by the great, great, great Patrick Mahomes, who is currently the best quarterback in the league. Fuck your opinion. Um, I'm just kidding. But, uh, yeah, he's currently the best quarterback in the league. Four straight AFC Championship games. Super Bowl MVP. Super Bowl champion. Four Super Bowl rings. Regular season MVP. 5,000 yards. 50 touchdowns. His first year starting. I mean, the dude is electric. He's current. Well, he is the Steph Curry of the NFL because he's changing how we look at quarterbacks. You know what I'm saying? Um, Like, he is the standard. And, uh, you know, like I know a lot of people try to, uh, you know, um, you know, compare like a young quarterback if he has success to Patrick Mahomes. And like I said, you'll be undervalued and underappreciated, you know, but that still doesn't change the fact that you're the standard and Patrick Mahomes is the standard. Now, he set the bar extremely high for himself and the other quarterbacks in the league, but he's, he's still that standard. You know what I'm saying? And they have him, Travis Kelsey, uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, and those guys. Um, then, like I said, they're currently 5-2 without Tyreek. Um, a lot of people, if, you know, um, like a lot of people expected Kansas City to take a little dip. They had an ugly loss to the uh, to the Indianapolis Colts. That was an ugly loss. They lost that game 2017. They also lost to the uh, – <clears throat> to the Buffalo Bills. I mean, Pat Mahomes did, I think he threw two interceptions that game, but I mean, kudos to Buffalo. They um, went into Arrowhead, which is, you know, Kansas City Stadium, and they got the dub. So, yeah, man, the Chiefs are always contenders as long as they have Pat Mahomes, Andy Reid, and Travis Kelsey. Well, especially if they always have Pat Mahomes. Because, like I said, he's a, he's a game changer. You know what I'm saying? So, now on to my other Orgos team, the Chargers, the Los Angeles Chargers. Um, I almost said San Diego. <laughs> so, yeah, their, their record is currently 4-3. Um, they're also another team who has a quarterback that I'm, I'm – I'm not a quarterback. One of my favorite receivers uh, being Keenan Allen. He's my second favorite receiver. Um, I've always liked Keenan Allen's game. He's a little injury prone, or he does have a, uh, um, like a habit for getting nicked at the wrong times. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I mean, they have Mike Williams and, you know, and those guys. They have Keenan Allen, Derwin James, Khalil Mack on the defensive end. But, but their biggest question mark for me has always been their quarterback. You know, I know a lot of people are um, high on Justin Herbert. I don't see it, me personally, because I know a lot of people like to say, 
Oh yeah, he's one of the better quarterbacks in the league. But I'm like, if we're comparing him to the young quarterbacks, I'm like, he's one of the only few that hasn't gone to the playoffs. And people could say, oh, well, he's still young. But I'm like, you can't heap this much praise on him and still say, oh, it's because he's young. And if Justin Herbert is that guy, they they beat the Raiders last year to get into the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not sold on the Chargers. They're pretenders. I like their defense and their skill position players. I'm just not sold on their quarterback. Um, so, yeah, the Chargers are pretenders. <laughs> now we're on to the Denver Broncos. Now, this team has been a, has been a disappointment also, them as well as the Raiders. Um, yeah, so the Denver Broncos' record is currently 3-5. Um, they're led by Sierra Hilton. Um, they have a good defense, and I like their skill position players as well, but Sierra's husband hasn't been consistent. Um, so, yeah, they're also contenders. I'm sorry, they're also pretenders. Pretenders, I'm sorry. Due to the fact of, um, you know, due to the fact of, like I said, them being 3 and 5, despite having, you know, Sierra's husband at quarterback and, you know, Jared Judy and Melvin Gordon third and um, KJ Hamler and guys like that. You know what I'm saying? Um, and the Broncos defense is pretty good too. So for them being three and five, that's a lack of that's more so on their lack of quarterback. Or that that's more so of like um their their lack of consistency from the head coach and the quarterback play. So yeah, they're pretenders. And this one is also disappointing for me, the Las Vegas Raiders. Their record is currently two and five. And if we look at them on paper, this man, like this is why I say that word, that P word, potential. Like just because you look good on paper and you have potential, it doesn't mean anything. Because they have Derek Carr, they have Darren Waller, they have Josh Jacobs, they have Hunter Winfro. On offense, they have Devontae Adams. You know what I'm saying? But they're two and five. And I've never been sold on Josh McDaniels as a head coach slash offensive coordinator. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, the Raiders are also pretenders as well. And that's, that's, that's crazy because I picked the Raiders to do some to do some things this year. We can say, yes, they have nine games left. But, I mean, I, I don't expect anything. I don't, I don't expect – I mean, I don't expect too much of, um, from the Raiders unless something drastic just happens in their division and Kansas City falls off. But Kansas City um, – you know, I see winning their division. Um, and I'm also going to do some division with us, who I think are going to win the division also, too. Two more divisions. So the Raiders are pretenders. The AFC North. The Baltimore Ravens. <laughs> How uh, Lamar Jackson says it. The Baltimore Ravens. They're currently 5-3. They're number one in the AFC North. Um, they're contenders in my book. Despite their, the Ravens' biggest problem early on in the season has been their secondary, but they've tightened up. But the Ravens' problem now is like they're having trouble like closing out games. You know what I'm saying? And people can say, or someone can say, well, if they have a problem closing out games, well, you know that that can make them a pretender. Great point. But my rebuttal is this: I mean, if we look at Lamar Jackson. He's an electrifying quarterback. He's also top, uh, a top five quarterback, in my opinion. 
Um, he has an MVP, regular season MVP uh, or MVP. He has a uh, he has a playoff win on his resume. Um, so yeah, with that being said, um, yeah, he has Mark Andrews, uh, but at the same time, he doesn't have like a true, true number one receiver. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't have like a Pat Mahomes had Tyreek Hill or Tua has Tyreek Hill now or Josh Allen has um, Stephon Diggs or uh, Justin Herbert having Keenan Allen or even Derek Carr having Devontae Adams. Like he doesn't have that true bona fide number one receiver. Um, so, yeah, I think despite all that, uh, yeah, the, the Ravens are contenders in my book. Yeah, they are contenders. Um, so we'll see how the rest of the season in that division plays out. But yeah, the Baltimore, the Baltimore Ravens are a contender in my book. Now it's time for the Cincinnati Bengals. They won the AFC North. Oh, I'm sorry. They they well yeah they they did win the AFC North and they won the AFC last year. They were previously in the Super Bowl. Their record is currently four and four. Um, I'm gonna say that the Bengals are. I want to say they're pretenders, but I mean, they do have a hell of a receiver core. I mean, Jamar Chase is out for, I think they said Jamar Chase is out for four to six weeks, and I think that's going to hurt them, especially with them coming off, um, especially with the Cincinnati Bengals coming off an ugly loss to the uh, Cleveland Browns uh, two nights ago. Um, Yeah, so I think that. Yeah, once again, like I said, they're offensive line. I mean, I don't care how good your quarterback is or how good his receiving court is. If he doesn't have time to get those receivers the ball, then, you know, they messed up. Yeah, the Cincinnati Bengals are, uh, are pretenders in my book, um, even with Jamar Chase. Um, uh, but I am, uh, but, I, but I do like their receiving core with uh, Jamar Chase, with uh, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and Tyler Boyd. I also like Joe Mixon as well, too. I wonder what's been going on with Joe. Um, I haven't heard too much of him lately. I don't know how many attempts a game he's getting. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, I'm, I'm going to say that the Bengals are pretenders. The Cleveland Browns, um, their record is currently 3-5. Um... Yeah, the, yeah, the Cleveland Browns record is currently three and five. Um, well, Deshaun Watson is coming back in, I think, three weeks, like another two or three weeks or so. And ironically, his first game is going to be against Houston, so that's going to be pretty interesting to see. Um, so yeah, Cleveland is one of those teams. I don't think their record just to, to, like describes them as a team, or I don't think that they're. Uh, I don't think that uh, Cleveland is one of these teams that that or that their record defines them. Like you see three and five, you're like, well, these guys are sorry, but no, it's just their lack of quarterback play consistently because they have a team. They just have to get Deshaun back, and once they do, um, but you know, I, I mean, we can play the if the if and or but game, but you know, they currently don't have Sean Watson and I think him coming back in week eleven is pretty late in the season. Um, I don't care how great a quarterback is, I mean you do need to build a rhythm and 
build chemistry and know your playbook and thing or learn the playbook and things like that. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that the Cleveland Browns are pretenders, but with Deshaun I have the mess contenders, but they don't have Deshaun currently, so like I said, I, I don't see them making a drastic turnaround with him when he comes back in a few weeks. And who's to say if he will come back in a few weeks, you know? So, Pittsburgh Steelers, they're 2-6. and um, Don't expect too much out of Pittsburgh. If they don't have at least a 500 record, I think this will be Mike Tomlin's first year since he's been Pittsburgh's head coach without a winning record or at least a 500 record. You know, so, yeah, I don't have too much to say about Pittsburgh. So, yeah, definitely they're pretenders. Um, now we're on to the AFC South, the Tennessee Titans. Now, this is another good division. <laughs> you know, but I can see Tennessee winning this division. Um, their, their, their record is currently 5-2. and two. They're led by King Henry, Derrick Henry, who is, in my opinion, the best back in the league. Um, second behind him, I have Nick Chubb. I, um, for the Cleveland Browns, from a, a very high on Nick Chubb, you know, and the Cleveland Browns have both Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb, you know, but you know I do like Nick Chubb as as a running back. Um, but yeah, like I said, man, I think Derrick Henry is a standard for running backs. Um, he did go on for for two thousand yards. Um, he did have over two hundred rushing yards against the uh, Houston Texans. People can say he yeah, had that's against Houston, but at the same time. You know, um, 200 yards rushing on. I think he had 30, 32 carries. How many carries did King Henry have? Yeah, because according to the, um, so if you watch the highlights on the NFL YouTube page, it says he, Derrick Henry had 229 rushing yards. But right here, I'm looking at it right now. It says Derrick Henry has 32 carries for 219 yards, 6.8 yards, yards a carry with two touchdowns. Pretty, pretty damn good game. Great game, actually. You know, so, yeah, I'm going to say that the, uh, that the, uh, that the Tennessee Titans are, although I do like Derrick Henry, um, like I said, he's my favorite running back, and I think he's currently the best running back in the game. Um, their quarterback, man, I'm not high on Ryan Tannehill as a quarterback. So with that being said, um, so yeah, with that being said, yeah, I'm gonna say the Tennessee Titans are uh, pretenders. Yeah, they're gonna win that division more than likely. They have a very good chance of winning that division. But, like I said, with their quarterback, I don't see them doing too much of anything. Um, unless Derrick Henry goes on another tear like he did three years ago in the playoffs when he carried them to the AFC Championship game. But we'll see. Um, the Colts, Jaguars, and Texans, I'm going to say they're all pretenders as well. The Colts do have Jonathan Taylor. Who is another running back I like and that I'm high on, but I don't see them doing too much of anything. The Colts record of three and four, Jaguars two and six, Houston one five and one. I'm sorry, the Colts record is three four and one, Jaguars is two and six, Houston is one five and one. 
division winners for each division. AFC East, I'm going to say Buffalo. AFC West, Kansas City. AFC North, Baltimore. AFC South, Tennessee. NFC East, Eagles. NFC West. I'm going to say the 49ers. I know the Seahawks are number one, but I trust the 49ers more than I trust the Seahawks. NFC North, Vikings. NFC South, Tampa Bay. Um, so, yeah, man, that's pretty much my uh, my NFL contenders and pretenders. Um, I didn't expect this podcast to be this long, but, hey, man, I mean, it feels good. I mean, it feels good to be back. Um, and like I've said before, man, I, I appreciate the love and support. Um, yeah, man, that's the episode.